Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Jen. And Julia. And this is our self-care hub to inspire well-being and elevate your life for more feel-good days. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Feel Good Podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been a couple months. We've had a little bit of a hiatus. Um... Jen and I have both been so busy with so much change, all the things going on. So we have just put this episode on the back burner, but I'm actually here in my living room by myself doing a solo podcast because I just thought that I would speak about something that I have been wanting to actually talk about on here and don't necessarily need someone else to be here to chat with me about it and also feel like it's pretty relatable. I feel like everyone can kind of relate in some way or another with their own kind of nutrition journey. And that's what this week's episode is going to be about. It's going to be about my nutrition journey and my, I guess, different labels that I have put on myself over the years and how it's changed and all the things. So I really look forward to diving deep into this and I will preface with saying that I am not a nutritionist, a naturopath or a dietitian. This is totally just my experience. So let's get right to it. Um, I guess I can begin with saying that my entire life, I have had a relatively healthy relationship with food. So I'm really lucky to have that. And also I have my mom to thank because I feel like she always raised us to eat pretty healthy growing up as a kid um, when she was serving the food. And I never really had junk food in the house, never really had negative habits with food growing up. Um, I didn't even like soda or soft drink or pop or wherever you're listening (laughs) to this from. There's a different term for it, but um, here in Australia, I think you would call it soft drink. Yeah, but didn't even have that when I was a kid and which I'm really grateful for because I feel like that kind of lays down the foundations for your potential cravings and sugar cravings and everything leading into your future adult life. So thanks mom for that one. And I did develop some unhealthy cravings, I suppose, when I was in my late teens. I remember I used to love macaroni and cheese, grilled cheese, mini pizzas, pizzas, pretty much didn't care about nutrition or food health in any way from the ages of, I suppose, 16 to probably like up to 21, I would say. Um, and that's just, yeah, because I didn't care. And then once I started to kind of educate myself and like learn what you put into your body has a direct correlation to how you feel mentally and physically. I was like, oh, you know, maybe I was a bit late to put those pieces together, but that's kind of when I started to make the link and really make the effort. And it wasn't until I was probably 24 years old and it's interesting because I feel like 
my when I started to consider vegetarian a vegetarian diet and lifestyle and a vegan further vegan lifestyle after that um it was very much in alignment with where I was at, I suppose, spiritually, like my spiritual journey and just being really sensitive and caring about everything and taking, just being an empath and taking everything into consideration. I really had that trickle out into my nutritional habits and it also had to do with me educating myself. So I remember at this time when I was about 24, I started to, you, you know, I was more interested in juice cleansing, juice fasting, just learning about the body, um, learning about whole food, plant-based ways of healing the body and just having more colors in your diet and how like all the array of benefits that that has just to start with. And then from there, I started to look into documentaries like Earthlings, Cowspiracy, forks over knives there's so many incredible documentaries and i think that's when they kind of all started to get introduced to the world and so as i was watching each and every one of them and kind of surrounding myself more of a community that was health conscious and quote unquote spiritual i really started to align with the values and i just felt at that stage in my life i was like i don't want to hurt it any animals. Like I've always been such a huge animal lover. I started to be more aware about our planet and the impact that we're having on it. And I just knew that I wanted to do my best to have a good carbon footprint at this point in my life and at least start to just play my part in the world, (laughs) I suppose. And so between that and my environment, the education that I was diving into, I decided to go vegan. And honestly, it was such a beautiful decision for me and it felt completely aligned and to the point where I actually was vegan for five to six years and I actually felt really good throughout all of it. I know a lot of people have their own journey with it. And every person is different. So I do want to say that some people really struggle with it and, you know, feel like they have deficiencies and, um, lack of energy or a lot of people go vegan and then they eat heaps of like vegan junk food. And even though it's considered vegan, there can be so many super processed vegan foods. Oh my gosh. Sorry if there was a bit of noise there. My dog just came barreling through the doggy door with a gigantic stick. Anyways, um, there's so many processed vegan foods out there that you really need to be careful. And I think it's so important, especially for women and hormone balancing, a having a strong protein, like plant protein diet, which is completely possible. There's so many amazing sources of protein that comes from plants. Um, but yeah, also having low processed foods, just like you would with any diet. So I had a good experience being vegan and it took me through all the way until I was about 30. So yeah, it was about six years and At this point, 
I had just started dating my current partner and fiance and he didn't influence <laughs> the change, my change of diet in any way. Um, he was actually super open and always took us to, you know, restaurants that had incredible plant-based options and would always cook vegan versions of his favorite foods. And I love to cook. So I think that's also a huge part of it. And that there's also something to say with that. I found when I went vegan or I was following a pretty strict kind of vegan diet, I really discovered my creativity in the kitchen. And it really allowed me, I think that's when I fell in love with cooking because honestly, I just was able to focus on the flavors and appreciation of food. Like I just appreciated what I was eating so much more. I feel like I poured love into everything that I was cooking. And when I was eating it, I was just like, I love this. And I'm so grateful for plants and just being able to cook and indulge without harming anyone. So that's kind of where my love for cooking first came into play. Um, but yeah, I guess at the age of 30 or so, and I had just written a little ebook of plant-based offerings because we had just gone into, started to go into a very long period of lockdowns in Melbourne and had a lot of spare time in my hands. So that's some, when I started to cook even more with that. And then I started to learn more just about intuitive eating. And I started to notice that when, with certain periods of my cycle, that I would be craving certain foods. And for example, I remember the first thing that I actually craved was interestingly enough, scallops. And I remember I craved it because I just love scallops. I love seafood. And I thought to myself, are scallops sentient beings? Like, can they feel anything? And I didn't have any guilt with eating them. And so I do remember that was the first thing that I ate that was a non, that was an animal product um, after a good five, six years. And I absolutely loved it. I remember eating it and I was like, oh my gosh, seafood just reminds me of my childhood and just having such fond memories of, yeah, eating scallops with my family and lobster and just really wholesome foods. And it really just brought me back to the joy that food brings you when it comes to, well, partially, I guess your heritage, depending on the situation the memories and everything like that. But more so, as I was saying before, just listening to your body as it just felt so nourishing. And going back to how I felt on a monthly cycle timeline, I just noticed that I was really craving, especially from that point, salmon and like omega-3 and like just animal proteins like that around certain times of the month. And I was like, hmm, it's interesting. And it just got to the point where I really felt to honor my body and honor what it was craving and asking for and feeling nourished with and let go of that label of 
being a vegan, which can be really challenging because after so many years, and especially when it's so deeply in line in my values and everything that I kind of embodied on a regular basis, having to just be humble and accept that it's okay for things to change. And for me, what's more important is to eat intuitively and to just follow what I feel like I'm needing. And now what it's come down to for me is quality and that's with everything. So I don't have any label on how I eat anymore. Um, I guess the closest one would be intuitive. I eat intuitively, intuitive eating. I know that's kind of a bit of a thing now. There's so many labels these days. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but yeah, just following that. And I eat meat these days. Um, whatever I feel like, I do just choose to eat high quality, find where it's sourced from, eat organically majority of the time and lots of whole foods and plant-based foods. I'd say probably 70 to 80% whole food plant-based and then 30% just really good quality, wholesome animal proteins. And that just depends how I'm feeling. So I guess the moral of the story with this, and I hope that people can relate to this. I feel like there's been so many people that I've followed online who were vegan for so long. I still have a lot of really close friends who are still vegan, and I love that. And I think that each person to each their own, and we should all definitely do our part when it comes to the environment and our health and everything like that. But I think that it's so important for us to let go of shaming other people for how they eat. And I don't, luckily, don't get any of this. Mind you, when I first went vegan, I remember there was so much criticism around it. And it was so interesting. Like people, it like it wasn't really a thing at that time. And I remember I went home to Canada for the first time and it was just like, I felt like such a black sheep in a way. And a lot of people, you know, you'd get the odd comment from family members and it did make me feel uncomfortable, but now it's so much more normalized. However, like I said, I have so many friends who kind of went vegan at the same time around that time. And now it seems like there's more openness and understanding to just following however you want to eat. and that's something I really encourage. And to me, it's all about the nutritional value, the quality, and just being true to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know what your body needs. Everyone's different. Like I said, some people who have gone vegan in the past, it's actually been quite detrimental for their health. And they've, you know, had iron deficiencies, protein deficiencies, zinc deficiencies, whatever it may be. And it just doesn't serve them. So I think individually we need to kind of find exactly what serves us, align that with our values, do what makes you feel good, just create a positive relationship with food where you eat to nourish your body um, because that's what it's there for at the end of the day. And I hope that this is helpful. 
I actually look forward to potentially having a bit of a discussion with this. Maybe we'll have a part two episode with my beloved co-host, Jen, as she is a naturopath and she has such, you know, incredible professional insights on this as well. But um, I have spoken to so many friends about this and it's such a relatable topic. So I would love to hear from you if you have any insights on this. Um, this is a bit of a mini episode, but it's a starting point. And I just thought I'd touch back into our beautiful community and do a little solo episode to share on this topic, um, to keep the ball rolling, to keep in touch with everybody. And you will hear from us again very, very soon. I promise we're not going to be on a long hiatus anymore. I'm really excited to get back into the pod. There's so many topics that I want to share about, so many beautiful friends and educators that I have on my list to share and dive deep into all of the wonderful topics of health, wellness, and just feeling good. So thank you so much for listening and can't wait to keep sharing and be in touch with you. If you want to send us a message, our Instagram handle is it's the feel that's feel with an E on the end and look forward to sharing more soon. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.